0: Say one morning you wake up late and rush to get ready, leaving no time to eat breakfast. I'm sure that has never happened, has it? After your first class, you go to the snack shack for something to eat. You see cookies, brownies, chips, donuts, and salads. What are you most likely to grab? Probably the quickest one that's easy to eat on the way to your next class, right? You see that delicious-looking chocolate-frosted donut with sprinkles that is just calling your name, and you can't resist. Students don't have time to get a salad, pour some messy dressing on it, and eat the whole thing while walking to class. So, they go for the cookies and donuts. The lack of healthy and convenient food choices can be harmful to students over time. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the terrible effects of junk food interviewing students to get their opinions on the Snack Shack, and giving ideas for what we can do to help. Hi, I'm Sophie Ashley, and you are listening to Cafeteria Controversy. Have you ever thought about how unhealthy school cafeterias can be? Well, to put it in perspective, nearly 1 in 3 children in our country is obese, and many students consume up to half of their daily calories at school. Pretty crazy, isn't it? So why don't we do something about it? I am currently a junior in high school at Pinewood in Los Altos Hills, California. I have been going to school here since 7th grade, and I've noticed that every day, the Snack Shack has the same unhealthy options. There are only a few cups of fresh fruit from time to time, and even then, they are usually unripe. Many times, I've walked in looking for something quick to grab, and I would find myself picking a cookie or a bag of chips without even thinking anything of it. However, as I've gotten older, I've become more conscious of what I put into my body because I've taken a nutrition class and learned more about what unhealthy foods can do to you. I'm a vegetarian and all of the salads in the snack shack have meat in them, so the only somewhat healthy option offered is a pack of pretzels and hummus. But even that is not very healthy. In fact, this snack option contains two-thirds of your daily requirements of sodium. Chips, cookies, and donuts are even worse. Donuts, for example, are extremely high in fat and have been linked to heart disease. After learning the never-ending list of negative effects of junk food, including obesity, depression, and some types of cancer, I am inspired to make a change. It is hard to see not only my friends and family, but all my classmates eat these terrible foods, knowing that these harmful things could happen to them. But making this change is not so simple. For one, we need to think about the difference in revenue. Many junk foods, including pizza and sugary drinks, are created from these seven crops. Corn, soybeans, wheat, rice, sorghum, milk, and meat. These are heavily subsidized by the federal government, so they stay cheap and abundant. Between 1995 and 2010, the government gave out $170 billion in agricultural subsidies to finance the production of these foods. Though they may not seem unhealthy on their own, they're mostly used to create unhealthy foods such as corn sweeteners, processed meats, and refined carbohydrates. While it may be slightly cheaper to buy a pack of assorted chips, we need to be thinking about the students and prioritizing their health. It is interesting to think about what the government prioritizes. The federal government spends about $78 billion each year on primary and secondary education programs. But now think about the military. What do you think the government spends for that? $934 billion. That's a lot more than they spend for education it is the second largest item in federal government spending after Social Security. Crazy to think about, isn't it? This clearly shows us that the general concern for students, both mentally and physically, is not the top priority. Now, I'd like you to imagine that you're a 12-year-old and you just ate a bowl of Lucky Charms for breakfast. In your first class, the sugar is going to cause a spike in your blood sugar, and you will likely experience dizziness and high energy. But after 30 to 40 minutes, you're going to experience a drop in your blood sugar, making you extremely tired. After class, you go into the Snack Shack and grab a donut. The same cycle happens again. Then, at lunch, you get chips and a Snapple. Do you know how much sugar is in one Snapple? Take a guess. There are 40 grams in just one bottle. To give you a comparison, there are 19 grams of sugar in an apple, and that is natural sugar. While the sugar in a Snapple is extremely artificial. Added sugars hit your bloodstream faster and spike your insulin levels. Natural sugars are also accompanied by healthy components, such as fiber. Slowing the absorption of natural sugars into the blood. If this isn't shocking enough alone, do you know how many grams of sugar you're supposed to have per day? Students are supposed to have a maximum of 25 grams of sugar per day. From just one drink, they're consuming almost double of what they're supposed to have. And many students don't even realize this. I interviewed a couple students from Pinewood to try and figure out what most people are grabbing when they go into the Snack Shack. This is Maddie Ashley. She's a senior in high school at Pinewood, so I wanted to get her opinion on the Snack Shack. What other kinds of foods would you like to see in the Snack Shack? I would love to see some cut up apples and peanut butter. I think that's a great, tasty, healthy, delicious snack, and I personally love it. I also wanted to get a view from a younger standpoint, so I went to the junior high. This is Hannah Ashley. She's in 8th grade at Pinewood. What do you usually get when you go into the snack shack? I usually either get the cereals or I get the fruit cups. What do you get more often, do you think? Probably the cereal, because it's just like easier and then there's more options what kind of food would you like to see in the Snack Shack? There are these snacks at Costco that my mom would buy, and they have cheese squares, nuts, and dried fruits, and they're really delicious and healthy. I also think that we should do, like, a smoothie bar because I think a lot of people would enjoy that, and they're healthy, too. Do you think if we started having healthier options that, other people in junior high would eat those healthier options, or would they still go for the cookies and donuts and cereals? I think if it was healthy but good foods, then people would get more of it, but if it was just vegetables, I don't think junior high students would buy those However, schools are not the only places that serve unhealthy food to kids. Think about restaurants. What comes to mind when you picture a regular kids' menu? I bet you thought of pizza, pasta, burgers, chicken fingers, or something along those lines. I'm sure you didn't picture a nice piece of salmon, did you? The Marriott Hotel recently revamped their kids' menu to include only healthy options. But it is important to note that big corporations are not the only ones that can take a step to change the high rates of obesity and the negative effects of unhealthy food. Every single one of us has the ability to make a difference. My goal is to make a shelf in my school's snack shack with healthy foods that are easy to grab as students wander from class to class. Rather than a greasy bag of chips, students can curb the same craving with a bag of Boom Chicka Pop, a healthier popcorn brand, or veggie chips, which are delicious. But what will you do? We need you to make a change. The kids need you. Your voice can be extremely beneficial. Both students and parents can easily spread awareness by emailing or talking to their school principal about including healthier options in the cafeteria. If you struggle with mindlessly grabbing unhealthy options every single day, start bringing food from home, such as trail mix, veggie chips, carrots and hummus, fruit, or any other healthy snacks you may have lying around. This way, you can have more control over what you eat. Remember, you can make a difference. Thank you for listening. I am Sophie Ashley, and this was Cafeteria Controversy. Have a happy and healthy day!